This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, our thoughts on the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. And we got all the news and trailers revealed at this year's Star Wars Celebration. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, May 30th, 2022. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, the voice of Ezra Bridger on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Hello, listener. What's up? Thanks for joining us and welcome to the Jock and Nerd podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's Nerd. And joining us, the spiffiest droid this side of Alderaan, it's Rug2D2. How you doing, Rugs? Beep, bop, boop. <laughs> Beep and bop and boop. I think that means that's uh, all I know. That's that, all I. That's all I speak in R two D two E's. That means I really don't give a shit. That's what that means in droid language. You think you could like ever uh, like suspend your disbelief in Star Wars, where you could just understand a series of grunts or and or beeps from these different aliens and droids? R two D 2s beeps are very expressive. Sometimes he's sad, and it's like beep, and you know he's sad, and then other times it's like. Like he just did some cocaine. I don't know. Do droids do cocaine? Uh, it's a question for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Star Wars. Why are we talking about Star Wars? Because there's a lot of Star Wars things to talk about. Let's do it. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Yay, Star that, um, Wars. Yes, that also means we may not hear a lot from Anthony. <laughs> but Anthony I, will be sleeping and looking at his phone. He'll be swiping the, bright on Tinder. Star Wars is the, the one of the top three pult- cultural pop phenomenons that i don't understand it's floppy john you know that's very star wars lord of the rings and any 80s 90s music that you consider good oh my god there's that's a that's a loaded uh... for me it's pokemon <laughs> uh-huh yeah i'm with you on that one yeah i don't get pokemon get the pokemon uh i don't get harry potter okay i'm kind of with you on that one I'm, too i'm actually with harry potter should be up there too for me yeah lord of the rings i've turned around on lord of the rings i'm i'm, I'm totally down with always love star wars and i'm even back in on star trek with this strange new world show sure. i fucking love it it's great for it's like good. you can jump right in anyways the reason why we're going giving anthony a floppy jock is because they held star wars celebration in anaheim california uh, multi days, few days of announcements and guests, and it was live streamed. I watched some of it, so I'm just gonna go over some of the big uh, reveals and announcements and trailers released and get your guys' thoughts. Starting with the first thing they released was a t- teaser trailer for the Andor series that will be on Disney Plus this summer. Of course, this is about uh, Diego Luna's character, Cassian Andor. Who we met in Rogue One and spoiler alert. You know, everybody dies at the end. So it's a prequel. It's set five years before Rogue One. They've already confirmed two 12 episode seasons. What? Yes, of Andor. And they put out this trailer. Rugs, what'd you think of the trailer? I thought the trailer was a was pretty good. Like for a character I don't give a crap about. 
Yes, does anybody care about Cassie? I was Andor? like, hey, they're really trying to make me like this character, but uh I'm still not very interested in the show, even though I'm like, hey, this is actually looks pretty good. But um will I be tuning in only because I have a podcast? <laughs> I mean it does That's basically look great. response. They have money. Anthony, what'd you think of this Andor? Did it do anything for you? They did about as good a job as you could for what Rug said, plus for a person like me who gives less than zero fucks about Star Wars. I, I will defer to my, my friends first shared it with me in my little movie chat, and they all said it looked good. So I'll defer to them and say if they think it looks good, then it looks good. I mean, it looked good, right? I'm kind of curious about it looks like we're going to see the roots of the rebellion where it started. So the plan is like the first season is... Uh, uh, five years before Rogue One, 12 episodes, and then you show the Rebellion setting up, and the second season, they said, the other 12 episodes will take you right up to Rogue One. So uh, it's cool to see the roots of the Rebellion, them fighting against the man, fighting against, you know, Big Brother or whatever. I'm not completely sold on this show. I, I'm trying to generate some interest. I don't know. I It, uh, it looks gritty. It's different, but the trailer was also kind of generic, kind of. They didn't really tell you that much i thought um you do have genevieve o'reilly returning as mon mothma same character what basically it does is just shows you like okay this is how much money we're spending on this show this is what it looks like looks like yes it looks like a lot of money yeah you know and i guess uh vader is out there somewhere in this is he gonna be on the show i don't know i don't know i was lukewarm on this didn't quite give me a geek boner but not a floppy jock i'm somewhere in the middle so we'll have to see where this lands. This summer it's coming out. There's a lot of Star Wars coming out, a lot of Star Wars on TV. Uh, listener, let us know what you thought. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. It's a closed group just for you. There's a link in the show notes. We got spoiler threads so you can talk about things in a place where people won't get mad. There is a Stranger Things Season 4 Volume 1 spoiler thread on there currently. So if you need to talk about it, go there. Geek out with everybody else. And for all the shows coming out, there'll be spoiler threats. Okay, so that was Andor. Moving on, uh, Dave Filoni and John Favreau come on out the stage. And apparently they had just gotten off the production, the set of Ahsoka, which is almost done. They have confirmed Mando season three will be February of next year, 2023, right? They talked about they're going back to Mandalore. Katie Sackhoff will return as Bo-Katan. And Babu Frick may be in it. I like Geek Boner. I remember Babu Frick. The little guy. Yeah, from the, the, the sequel trilogies. He was, okay. Which one was Babu Frick? He was the, like the little electrician uh, creature alien. He was real small. And he little puppet. Things. Yeah, he was he's a one of puppet. us. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's one of Rugs people. Oh, this little right. guy. Yeah, Babu Frick oh. was great. It was like, my, I was like, oh, look at that guy. He's great. A little uh, gremlin. He looks like a gremlin? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah, so that little gremlin. Yeah, he looks like a gremlin a little bit. So, Mando Season 3 coming out February 2023. Ahsoka will feature Sabine Wren, Anakin, Hera Syndulla, Rugs, and more, yes, more cast members. Rebels. Yes. They have not cast Ezra or Thrawn yet. There will be more characters from Star Wars Rebels. They did show trailers for uh, uh, Mando Season 3 and Ahsoka only there. They're not online yet. Uh, comments on any of those? Is anybody excited for those? I think Mando is their, that's their crown jewel at the moment. You got to imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Mando's a crown jewel. I just, Mando season three is kind of, I wouldn't say ruined, but 
you had to have watched Boba Fett, which makes for a very weird experience if you skipped Boba Fett. Yes. Jumping in Mando Season 3. Yes. If you did not, if you decided to skip that, you're going to be very confused and be like, hey, how come Baby Yoda is back? How come Grogu is back with him? What happened? Uh, you gotta watch. So it's crazy they made you do that. But he also they're gonna do like a Skippy thing, like a like a uh, catching you up. Yeah, they have to. They'll skip you through it. So they that'll be merciful for people who never saw Boba Fett or didn't want to spend. I mean, they have to. They what yeah. are they gonna do? Like they have to explain something. They got to either be a, an in show flashback or a pre show. Uh, you know, preview or whatever, or a recap of what happened. He also was talking about he's working on season four of Mando. So there is another season. And just Dave Filoni and Favreau get Star Wars the best right now. Except for Boba Fett. That was Favreau. And uh, it was weird. Yeah, that was really. Yeah. It was unfortunate. I think it was Rodriguez, too. Oh, that's so right. Think- it was Favreau and Rodriguez, not Favreau and Filoni so much, maybe. Yeah. I think that maybe Favreau like let Rodriguez have too much control. I don't know. I really don't know why it didn't work out, but it was a strange. I mean, you can't hit him out of the park every time. No, they should have just worked that into like the Mando season three. That would have been fine. You didn't didn't need a whole season. That would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, next bit of news. So we talked about John Watts walked away from the Fantastic Four movie over at Marvel. And he walked right over to Star Wars and has a Star Wars TV show in development. This one is called Skeleton Crew, starring Jude Law. It's being developed by John Watts uh, with Favreau and Dave Filoni. It is a coming-of-age story about four 10-year-olds in the New Republic. This is the same time period as Mando and Boba Fett post-Return of the Jedi. Uh, he said it's a show with kids. It's not a kid show. So you can imagine like John or if like John Hughes made a Star Wars TV show or something, or maybe even younger, Chris Columbus. Uh, is that something you want? Rugs, how does that sound? Skeleton crew watching four 10-year-olds. Sounds terrible. L- yeah. Learn about Floppy Jock. Uh, what the world is like with this new I want adventure, goddammit. I don't want uh, Jedi's finding out that they have pubes. Like, I don't really know <laughs> if that's what I really want to watch. I mean, it's a different take on the Star Wars. You could do coming-of-age stories with, at that age. Uh, John Watts is uh, producing it? He's uh, he's developing it and producing it, and he's probably going to direct it. He's too obsessed with kids, this John Watts. Yeah, I know. That's, that makes me suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he did a great job you know, bringing Peter and his coming-of-age story in the Spider-Man movies. Man. So uh, I kind of trust the talent, but... Uh, what anything with you with Jude Law, Anthony? Are you excited? Jude Law is not playing one of the kids. Just to be he's clear. not playing one. Of the that kids. would be yeah, a stretch. That would be that would have been weird. Is I like he, Jude Law. Is he playing the character he played in the talented Mr. Ripley? <laughs> oh, he should. That guy was. Uh, that That's guy. All I got on yeah, Jude Law. Okay. That guy was suave. Although Matt Damon was great character in that man. Psychopath. Yeah. Other people returning to Star Wars, they also announced this six-episode animated anthology called Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. This one is set in the prequel era about different Jedis. It's going to be an anthology series. Like, they put out a screenshot of, like, baby Ahsoka. There'll be one about Anakin, Mace Windu, and Liam Neeson returning to voice Qui-Gon Jinn. 
Nice. That's Get some big, deep energy in yeah. there. Yeah, that's also from Dave <laughs> Filoni, Rugs. You want to see that? Yeah, I don't know. It's a six-episode anthology. I might be out for that. That mean, if one sucks, the next one might be better, so. I'm always down when it's about Jedi. Show me different things about Jedi's. We don't get to see enough things about other Jedi's. Right. Uh, and then uh, Bad Batch season two teaser trailer revealed. I love this show. Bad Biatch, as I like to call it, with Omega. Biatch. Uh, Rugs, you like this show. Are you excited for this one to come back? I thought it was a good, good first season. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'm not like over the moon about it, but I'm like, yeah, it's one of those things that I watch. I'll put it on. What if I told you Emperor Palpatine is going to be in it and it's going to be Ian McDarmid, the Armid coming back? I saw the preview. It looks good. Right. You see the emperor there. 16 episodes. Yeah. In. They, it's, it's, they're, they're long seasons, but they're good. Uh, so that's largely the main TV Star Wars news. And I want to talk about they had very little to say about Star Wars movies. Which is curious because I feel like the future of Star Wars is going to be on television moving forward. Right. Do you think this is a better format for for the Star Wars IP right now than uh, investing in two hours? I think that they're soul searching right now. They're trying to figure out what is Star Wars to people these days. It, we found out, though, uh, throwing Luke Skywalker in something uh, rel- very much creates a buzz. Yeah. Um, and that was like the most talked about Star Wars moment of like the past couple of years. So um, when people say like Kathy, whatever Kennedy says, like Kennedy. we want to we want to get away from the Skywalkers and the old characters, people still love those characters. But. Uh, I do think that there's plenty of room for new stuff. The Obi-Wan show that we're watching right now has some new characters. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm down for that. Like, I'm down for new characters. But they're trying to figure out this balance. They're trying to figure out how can we forge a new path away from these characters and just the IP universe in, in general. And I think that they're trying things with the Bad Batch and it seems to be working. I think the Bad Batch is like a, a decent one, and Mando is a good one. We're like, it's not, it's like Mando's more tied to like the animated universe than anything else, right? Because you got Bo Katan in there, and right. Ahsoka Rebels. was in yeah, there. Yeah. So, like, there is this like new canon that they made for TV. So, yes, yeah, Star Wars is going to be TV. I think TV is where all of the major Star Wars stuff is going to. Uh, be birthed, and then I don't know what the movies are going to do. I don't even know where the movies should should go from. Yeah, I'm not sure, and they're not sure either. Clearly, Anthony, do you? Does it make a difference to you? Uh, what is the uh, um, like? As a person who doesn't like Star Wars, what do you think is the most like? If you had to put your money on something that would work, what would it be? I would have thought TV would have been the better move for them because of how good Mandalorian was that it even made me somewhat invested. But then you had that shitty Boba Fett show, and I was like, that was all garbage again. (laughs) (laughs) I think think TV, I think obviously they want to do both. They have to nail the movie part just because that's where all the money really is. That is where all the money is. They're looking looking across the aisle at Disney going, damn, you guys keep making billion-dollar things, and 
we just ruined our trilogy here and we don't really know where to go and we don't have a, a, a set path. So although TV is fun and it's going to you know keep them in the conversation, they have to figure out the movie piece. They're both kind well, of important. What would you bet on? Like, what would you bet on as far as what character, what, what, what's the thing that you think Star Wars has got to exploit this in the movies? I think they got to get so far away from the the trilogy that they just had. They got to they got to introduce some new characters. They got to create some new lore, and they got to get away from what they said the Skywalker saga. And at some point, you can't. They keep going back to the well. Yeah. And you you mentioned that like Luke drew a lot of buzz, and it did, and that's all fine. But they have to start. They have to get away from that. They I mean, can't that shit depend is on that. That's a yeah. crutch. That should originated in the seventies, and those. I mean, they're. We'll talk about it. But I mean, they're 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 casting a young Leia when the the original character's unfortunately dead. Like they 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 got to get away from this stuff. It's an interesting conversation to have. Yeah. I'd love to sit there and talk to like Star Wars people about it and go like, all right, in this universe, like, what do you think? What could another story be like that's not a Skywalker story that's just as interesting? Um. Because the Skywalker story is supposed to be like this, like, uh, you know, he, he's like the chosen one. It's he's like the Messiah. It's the almost, foundation you know? of the whole thing, unfortunately, kind of. So it's like this Messiah thing that's supposed to, like, balance the force and really affect the whole entire universe. And uh, how do you go beyond that? I don't know. It's crazy. but And now on the TV side, they're jumping, you know, they're filling in gaps in between the sequels, between the trilogies. Which is uh, it's great, but like, is there ever going to be anything ahead of that? Anything completely new? Because there's, we'll talk about. There's a lot of retconning that's going to go on in continuity. They may just throw it out the fucking window, which could be a problem. Well, Ooh. comic books do it all the time to get that's true to get new content out there. Yes, and I hate it, yeah. but at the same time, sometimes it's necessary. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Sometimes but, um, it is necessary. You have to find the right thing to retcon, and you have to do it as good as it possibly can be done without causing that much harm. I, so. I've never seen a granted. I, I there's, I'm not as in depth on every single franchise, but I've never seen, it seems curious to me that the star Wars franchise, all the new, a lot of the new content they put out is so is all like prequel obsessed with the past yep. fill in the blanks. Yep. Like if you look at just again, across the aisle at Marvel, Marvel doesn't do like Marvel hasn't released a ton of prequel stuff. No, here and there. Point to Black Widow, but like all the TV shows are in the middle of the movies. Like every 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 TV show is in the middle of the movies. There's nothing that's like okay, we're taking the baton from where the trilogy, the last trilogy, left off, and we're moving forward. It's all like let's keep looking at the past. Let's keep reeling in these characters you knew while introducing new characters. And it's like I I just don't get it. I would if I were to kind of um, take over at Star Wars and try and bring it into the future, I would explore, because the most important thing in Star Wars is the fact that people have figured out a way to commune with the Force, right? They figured out how to harness it. And there's different methods of harnessing the Force. There's different disciplines. And at this point in time, right, after the new trilogy, um... That's all like kind of like gone. Like, yeah, Ray wants to start like a new Jedi Academy or something like that. But like, 
at this point in time, it's no better time than to actually redefine like how to use the force. Because the force is still out there, right? After that trilogy, and it's kind of been broken wide open. We saw like those kids in The Last Jedi. Right. So, yeah, what is going on So there? it could be a whole new thing. It could be even like the end of the Jedi, but the beginning of some other new shit. And we can use the parallels of what's going on in our society, uh, but not to the point where it's woke. But like I would say like I would use like, OK, this is what always happens in every society. Like there's always going to be this kind of thinking and that kind of That's thinking. St- that turns it into Star Trek a little bit. Right. If you think about it, do they need to do that? Do they got to turn it into the Star Trek to make it more topical? I don't know. Well, I just think that the idea that you can harness the power. Yeah. Yep. But. There's certain ways to tap into it, and there's certain different disciplines. There's like the Sith figure out how to use your anger and all those kind of like really volatile emotions to kind of harness the power. And then there's this other way of kind of trying to connect with something deeper, and that's what the Jedi do. And it and that comes with a cost. So those are really interesting things to talk about, but they don't really ever get that far into it. And I think that it would be bordering on spiritual yeah and i think that that'd be cool to explore now but i don't know i often find myself thinking about how satisfying it would be if i could just force push a motherfucker whenever i <laughs> like just so badass right nobody could touch you it would just be like i love what they do it i just want to fucking force push your ass down so the movies this is all the, the news about the movies the next star wars movie that's coming out late 2023 Apparently, will be Taika Waititi Star Wars movie. Oh shit! He's a little That's a year away. So yeah, it's not far because it's supposed to alternate December's with Avatar for like the next six years, right? So do you think mm. this is gonna be like a silly, funny movie? Yeah, it's gonna be like your Three Stooges slapstick comedy uh, with uh, Taika. I don't know, like what kind of movie can? Ta- okay, so then well, I mean, what you would call it, Jojo Rabbit was Jojo Rabbit was serious. silly, but also yeah, very yeah serious at times that's a great movie like he could I love that movie, yeah, yeah he could deliver the serious when when he needs to so taika waititi patty jenkins rogue squadron still maybe that may be the next one i don't know what's happening with that and then ryan the ryan johnson trilogy still on the table long development years away from that shit I think that Ryan could probably pull it off as long as he's not using with any of our toys like he could use his own toys there do his own yes make up your own shit but i would also like to see standalone star wars movies do you uh, do you want them to abandon the trilogy format for the movies i don't think it's necessary anymore you told all the nine chapters abandon the what the 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 trilogy trilogy format format. yes like a trilogy is kind of central to star wars you don't need it but i think that every time that you put your foot forward you're putting forward a, a chapter in like a large universe so you kind of have to think of it as more larger than itself, the story that you're telling. So you have to do like 10, 11, 12. Like, what, no. what I think they should do is they should – I think they should stick with a trilogy format. Oh. They just need to have a plan for that trilogy and not go with separate directors <laughs> for help. every movie yeah. that didn't talk to one another about where yeah. the, te- the, the story was going. Yeah. If they write it, if they write it in such a way where they – and the story that they want to tell in the actual movie, but leave a lot more open to explore without feeling like, oh, that's it. Like, like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, for example, like the second movie, it kind of stops in the middle of it, you know, and it doesn't really have an ending ending. 
And you kind of like, you know, you have to watch a third movie. I think that you shouldn't have to do that. Like, I mean, there's no other way to enjoy Lord of the Rings than to watch all three. You can't just watch one and just leave right. it at that. No, yeah, you got to watch the whole so, thing. So uh, with the Star Wars movies, you could just watch one movie, like that first one, and it seems to end. You don't need a second movie there. And there's kind of like, but there's more to be told. And then I think they have to kind of approach it that way, where it's like the stories are self-contained, but they still overarchingly join together. But they also set that kind of format of the second movie has a dark downer ending. Everybody loses and you come back for a big third movie redemption thing kind of thing. Right. And and uh, I, right. Mm, I think give us three standalone movies. Give it some time. Work on a focused developed trilogy years down the line. But in the meantime, the spark is there on TV. I don't know how they're going to get the Star Wars spark back in on the big screen, that's going to be tricky. It just takes one movie, Imran. It does. It does. It's- yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. It, it, although, although things seem dire at, at times for Star Wars, there's such a fervent fan base that if they hit on something, like just like Mandalorian when they were yeah. rolling with that, everyone felt like to me as a non-Star Wars fan, everyone forgot that the last movie was shit because they were just like, oh my God, Mandalorian's amazing. Yeah. Look at Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Look at Grogu. This is amazing. Because it was the past. It was before. It wasn't, yeah, it did, but it was, it worked. It worked. And yeah. it still works. Will, will Taika do it? Taika could do it. Taika could do it. The thing about Taika is uh, it's one of those things where I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I, I said this to my friends because there's so many Star Wars movies that had names attached mm-hmm. to them, and then those names never either happened or they got pulled out. They got fired. Like, <laughs> the, the Patty Jenkins thing yeah. is still very odd to me. Yes. That, that's a movie they announced, and there's no timeline on when that's even going to come out. Right. There's nothing. There's nothing but negative reports. You know, yeah, that. you had the Lord and Miller fiasco Yeah, on it just Solo. feels like they really don't have any confidence in, in any direction. Colin Trevorrow yeah. was supposed to do one of these movies. He didn't. Then he got he got booted. See, I feel like the the past is a safe bet. Yeah. Right. Because that's why they do the past is because they know that they've done the past before and they know how it works. It's just weird. Um, trying to go outside of any of their comfort zones. Right. They got to take a risk somehow that'll pay off. I mean, this sequel trilogy was a risk, but they and they brought back the old cast and still somehow. Just a fucking clunky mess. And you had all the pieces. You had all the pieces there. You could have done something. Uh, okay, moving on. The other last Star Wars thing is they had a trailer for a video game. The sequel to Jedi Fallen Order is called Star Wars Jedi Survivor. And you got Cal Kestis back with BD-1, his little droid. And this one takes uh, place five years after the last game, which is a game I actually played all the way through. I actually finished this game. It was amazing. It was a great fucking fun game. Rugs, you played this game, right? No. Oh, you haven't played uh, Fallen Order? No, it's- I've been wanting to. I just never got to it. It's and fun. So much shit has uh, gotten in the way. But you know, one day I will I will join with Jedi Fallen that Order. That game gives you the feeling of force pushing motherfucker off the edge of a cliff. It, you you kind of get it in that game because he's just like. Uh, but Cal Kestis, great Jedi. Love to see him in live action someday. I won't be able to play this game. It's on PS5. I have a PS4. So I'll just watch somebody play it on Twitch. It's fine. <laughs> just as satisfying. Okay. 
uh, that's it for Star Wars news at Star Wars Celebration. But let's not forget they also own Lucasfilm, and Lucasfilm does other things like Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford makes a surprise appearance. Oh shit! At Star Wars Celebration for Indiana Jones Five, does not bring a teaser or anything. No, no actual footage. There's just a like a promotional photo of him backlit in a cave somewhere walking over a bridge uh but this is coming out june 30th 2023 uh and this uh the son of lawrence kasdan jonathan kasdan is writing it and you got john williams who's like 90 fucking years old now i think <laughs> wow he's still working he's, he's gonna he do already music. knows what the, the theme song's gonna be he doesn't need to do any work no he it's just, already made just just replay it again yeah. uh directed by <laughs> The James Mangold. I like James Mangold. I like James Mangold. I like Indiana Jones, but I the, he Harrison Ford very old, right? Very old. Now Kathleen very old, and the fourth movie was supposed to like. I haven't seen it, obviously, because I'm an idiot and I don't watch movies that much. Um, but it was supposed to like hand the torch to Shia LaBeouf. And yep. that just did yep. not work. Crystal Skull was not. Great. Isn't he like his son in that movie? Yeah, it's not him and Marion. Yeah. I believe oh, yeah, Marion from the first movie. Yeah, yeah Marion yeah. comes yeah. back and it's him and his son. So, look, I'm excited. Let's see if Harrison Ford could still do his stunts. But at some point, I would kind Is that of. Is what you're watching it for? You so he can I, still I do see his if stunts. He's doing his own stunts. No, I love dude. Was he is he known for doing his own stuff? Yes. Yes. Okay. He does he did a lot of his own stunts on all the Indiana Jones movies. Like he's actually hanging there. On that the side that of is tank. true. In that first movie, I, I definitely see him hanging on that car. As it oh moving. yeah, he does a lot. I mean, not to the Tom Cruise, you know, right. uh, level, right. but not Jackie Chan or Tom. Cruise, not Jackie uh, Chan, but he tries to be in as many of the shots as he can and hurts himself while he's doing it. Also, now here's my question: This is a great IP for Disney for Lucasfilm. At some point, would you like to see Indiana Jones recast? Because recast. whoa, oh yes, wow, yes, because why? Why? I think it should just end. I think they, they did enough. Like they don't need to do any Indiana Jones. So you're you're going with the Indiana Jones is James Bond Batman, yes, where you just absolutely. recast yes, the guy and yes. you start doing new adventures. Because this is money on the table for them. You you can you you can introduce a new generation. I don't know. I to think they already Jones. they already made the best movies. They, they can't did. really <laughs> do them anymore. Like that's it. Like how many how many adventures can one guy go on? It's too many. Would you have to reboot the whole fucking thing. That would be confusing. Like he's not like this eternal symbol of fucking like Batman. Like this, you know, he's like this thing. He's like a specific thing that does specific things. You can like re reboot it and do like a modern version. But then who wants to see that? We have Tomb Raider. How do you it's get like new- we we don't need like we have fucking the other one that just came out with the fucking oh, with Tom uh, Holland. They, yeah, you have the Uncharted. Like we have like uh, knockoffs galore. We don't need Indiana Jones. Like like it's already inspired other copycats. We don't really need the further adventures. What you do is you do a 12 episode spinoff on Disney go. Plus <laughs> with the little Asian boy from, I think, part two. Uh, yeah, no, he's uh, he's <laughs> he's a kid's name. But uh, short round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Short round is great. Hang on, lady. We go for a ride. 
He know nuts. He crazy. I know all his lines, and he's in, in everything, everywhere, all at once. He's he's acting again. Is yeah. he? Is he in this? What you could have? You could cast a kid who's like uh, it could be like the new Sidekicks TV show. He beats someone's ass with a fanny pack in there. There's fanny pack kung fu and everything everywhere. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so good. I, I think, I think it'd be tough. I don't think it's impossible. Yeah. So I, I think your idea there is like some thought to he's just an iconic character and you can just recast him. But it'd be tough because Harrison Ford is so identified as as I they recast Indiana Solo, Jones. which Kathleen Kennedy said was a mistake, but then kind of walked that back and said, "I don't know what I'm talking about." Yeah, it, it's just tough because that's a forty plus year old character. I think that it's different in Star Wars because Star Wars like exists like in in like a larger scope. Like Indiana Jones is a very specific thing. It's that it's his performance. It's him. It's I don't know if I mean I, I guess you could you can recast anything if yeah. you really want to you can but the question is are you going to make a better movie than than fucking Spielberg you're not you're never going to make a better movie than the originals and does it need to stick into like you know the 30s through the 60s which is where he kind of lives this Indiana Jones yeah you know oh yeah definitely I mean definitely yeah it, it's it's one of those things where you you hit. You hit the right guy at the right time, and he's just like he's the energy he has in that role. It's it's tough to yeah. really, it's tough to see anyone playing other that that role other than him. Yeah, and if you do change it and update it, it just becomes Nathan Drake. It becomes Tomb Raider. It becomes something that people have already tried to do. I'm thinking about like ge- like the next generation when they because dis- they they'll discover Indiana Jones and they'll be like, why aren't they still making these? Recast them. Like, how do you get another generation still into it? Is that even necessary? Is that even something that's important? I don't know. I don't know. There's certain things that can be eternal and certain things that are, are have its time. You had to be there. There's certain things you had to be there. Or are there certain things that are just made very well and don't need to be remade? True. True. I think that, I don't know. There's some things they should just not touch. They tried that leave. TV show, remember, with, uh, I think it was, wasn't it River Phoenix? Or it was somebody else in the show? Young Indiana Jones, yeah. yeah. Well, where it was him when he was a teenager doing adventures. I thought I remember that being okay. I can't remember. Anyways, we're getting Indiana Jones 5. We, you know, and I, again, I'll believe it when I see the trailer. I still put out a trailer. It's coming out next year. No, that one's definitely coming out. Okay, that's coming out. That one should be fun. All right, here and then here is a trailer for a 80s nostalgic hit IP from them. I'm talking about Warwick Davis as Willow. Geek Boner. Love the Willow. Who, who, who recommended that? Was that Jose? Uh, it, I forget. It was a Patreon movie. Yes. Uh, we're going to get creamed for not remembering oh who recommended that. Oh, my God. Now that. you're going to make me look this up? You should. Because um, because I was I, it came about because I said Warwick Davis. All I know him from is Leprechaun. That's and then right. The guy that recommended it was like, you don't know Willow? Boom. I'm doing Willow. Mad Mardigan. Mad, Mad Mardigan, Mardigan is amazing, and it's a fun movie. <laughs> Val Kilmer at his best right there. Oh, it was Jose Ibarra, Anthony. Yeah, good, see, memory. I got a good memory. Yeah. So, Jose, thanks for bringing that movie. So, this is a teaser trailer for a Disney Plus show that takes place 20 years after the original movie. And I got to tell you, out of all the stuff out of Star Wars Celebration, this got me geek boner. the biggest geek boner. This looks fantastic. Anthony, what did you think? Uh, you mentioned Mad Mardigan. The girl in there... Is Mad Mardigan's daughter? Which one was Mad? Val Kilmer. That's was Mad Val Mardigan. Kilmer. Yeah, like right. the best, one of the best characters. And Warwick Davis is just great as Willow. So first off, uh, props to 
Val Kilmer. I don't know if he's in anything because I didn't see Top Gun Maverick. I believe I, he is. He's in that movie. Okay, I heard. Well, he's kind of got like a mini resurgence yeah. like this weekend yeah. for some re- for yep. which I never thought would happen right? in my life. That being said, yeah, this trailer is making Willow to look better than it has any right to be. Absolutely, <laughs> I, absolutely. I remember reviewing Willow and being like, huh. This is kind of fun, but this is really lame. <laughs> but, but throw in some like 21st century technology mm-hmm. and maybe it looks like some love and care. And, and this looks like it's pretty, pretty good. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm going to be an Advent viewer watching it every week, being anticipating it, but it looks it looks pretty, pretty good. Looks pretty good. It's cut well. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. It has a little bit like the Ron Howard-ness of, that the first movie had. But like you said... The effects look great. It looks like a fun fantasy adventure. You got Tony Revolori in this, Flash Thompson. Uh, Aaron Kellerman is in this, who you we saw. as It's the curly-haired girl from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the terrorist girl. And she was in, what was the other thing she was in? Oh, she was in Solo also. Right. Uh, she's great. Ruggs, what would you think of this? Looks okay. I like Willow. You know, I'm surprised that this is coming out. I'm like, all right, do we want to watch this? But like, yeah, uh, that was going to be my question is 20, whatever the hell, how long ago Willow was out, maybe 40 years ago, 30, 40 years ago. Did you ever think we would get a Willow TV series right now? This is what this is what they're doing. They're taking all the IP that they have. They're like dusting it off and just seeing if it draws anything. Is anybody watch going to watch this is can we either nostalgia bait people or can we get a whole new audience that has no idea about what this is, but we can use this IP because we know what it is and it's better than making shit up that we don't know. Was See, like they have something that worked at one point, right? They, they put it out the movie and it's got a cult following and people watched it. So they have something that kind of worked. And so they're just, instead of going and making something new, they're just going to keep dredging up these kind of things and seeing if it sticks. And I don't blame them because they're, they're, they're used. That's a smart approach, right? You're going to use something that once had a life and try and reinvigorate it. But sometimes you just scratch your head going, who's really uh, clamoring for this? But uh, I don't know if they make it good enough. Anything can, anything can happen. So it's kind of a weird thing. Like we have to just kind of, See what it is. If it's great, then whether regardless if it's based on an old IP, if they do come up with a good show, that's worthwhile. Like the whole thing with with Halo. Yeah. Like Halo, it's like, all right, they had they used the IP to get me to tune in, but they actually had a pretty decent show there. And I ended up being interested in watching it. And I think enough people watch that show that it's gonna come back for another season. So what's what's interesting to me about Willow is there, there isn't a more average fantasy IP out there than Willow. Like it, it you look at the Rotten Tomatoes, it's fifty two percent. For me, if watching it personally, I was like, meh, it's okay. <laughs> it, you know, it, it has a cult following, but no one, no one brings up. I've never, I've other than Jose Ibarra saying Willow, and I, I didn't even, I've never even heard of Willow. Yet you watch that movie and you go. If people wanted to mine this for more stuff, there's a lot of like tracks laid that you could mine Absolutely. this for more stuff if people give a fuck about it. So it's like one of those things where it's like there's definitely more probably stories to be told, obviously. And there's a lot of like mystery and lore that you can dig into with the whole fantasy aspect, but it was also like the most average IP ever. <laughs> it, I mean, it kind of was, <laughs> but it was you know, on the charm of its of its actors, it kind of 
got big. So Willow came out in 1988, 34 years ago. 34 years later, they're going to make Willow a thing again, right? Oh, shit. That's, that's crazy, and I want to see it. I'm there for it. Mad Morgan's great. I want to see his daughter. I want to see if they do something with Val Kilmer. It would be crazy. Uh, or Isn't he, like, in rough shape? Well, yeah, he yeah. has Val to Kilmer? talk. He talks out of, a like, a voice box out of his oh, throat geez. and stuff. And, uh, I mean, it will be cool to see Warwick Davis again. Yeah. But- they he, they need his help again. They need his magic, and uh, he's just so charming. He's perfect in his role. It was huge. I remember, I just remember when I was a kid, it was huge, and it was well, the the shot of him being a giant and there being little people. Oh was yeah, that's great too. Kind of threw me yeah. off. <laughs> that's like Peter Dinklage as uh, yeah, in, in, in Infinity yeah, War. Yeah. He's like, how does it feel now, you pipsqueaks? I'm <laughs> so I'm geeked for Willow, and aside from that, I, I don't know what I'm excited for. For the, I mean, of course, Mando season three, but they didn't show anything. Andor, I I need more. I don't know, but they got a lot of stuff coming out. It's not stopping. Star Wars TV, Star Wars will rule the television. Uh, listener, check out our T Public shop. We have some great podcast swag. You visit jockinner.com/shop. Get, get yourself get yourself a hoodie, a magnet, a cup, a mug, travel mug, cell phone case with a bunch of designs on it and Rugboy's face. You can have Rugboy with you all the time. You can have Rugboy in your pocket looking at your junk all day. Who, who doesn't want that? Jeez. Ah. The fuck? Last thing in the news <laughs> does not have to do with Star Wars at all. But last week we reviewed... Captain America, the Winter Soldier, a movie directed by the Russo brothers. That's right. Written by uh, Marcus and McFeely. Right. Starring Chris Evans. Now, what if I told you that this year, the most expensive Netflix film to ever be produced at a budget of $200 million is being made by the Russo brothers. It is written by Marcus and McFeely, and it stars... Chris Evans. Oh shit! Among other people, it's called. Well, he's not the main star. He's not. Is he? Ryan Gosling is the main star, and it's called The Gray Man, and it seems to be a movie about assassins trying to take each other out. You know, your basic Ooh. spy thriller. You guys, Anthony, did you check out this trailer? And first of all, does this talent like give you a geek boner? At all? Geek boner. Because the talent alone, I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple things. I mean. There's the talent. So you have Chris Evans, you have Ryan Gosling, you have Anna de Armas, oh, right? Yep, Anna de Armas is in it. And you have, you know, all the people you mentioned. So that's all good. Oddly enough, like Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans are both heartthrobs yet also modern action stars, I would say. Kind of look alike too. Kind of look alike, yeah. <laughs> so you've got like these two hot guys yeah. going at it, which if you did this in the eighties, the equivalent would have been like Arnold and and John Claude or sure. something like that, like yeah. maybe not like the top tier, or maybe like John Claude and Steven Seagal right. going at it yep. or something like that. So you have you have that. It's kind of, or I would say it's it'd be like the if uh, Universal Soldier, where you had John Claude and, yes. yep. and Dolph Lundgren yep. in the same movie. You're like, oh my god, I wanted to see that. Yeah. So you have that kind of that vibe, but then it's on Netflix. Yes, and it's like Netflix throws a lot of money at big stars to sometimes churn out garbage. Yep. So yep. I don't know what to think about it. Although I would have to say, though, as even as a heterosexual sexual man, <laughs> seeing Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans on screen kind of got a little boner. boner. Yep. <laughs> that, that's not that's not 
and putting them in badass roles ain't the worst thing in the world. And even though Chris Evans has a porn stash, it kind of works. It makes it better. <laughs> <laughs> makes it better. He's playing like he's playing this crazy character, like this fucking bad bad guy. I love the line where he's like, uh, "If you want to make an omelet, you got to kill a few people." Like he's just playing this fucking ruthless killer. You also got Alfred Woodard, Billy Bob Thornton in this, Jessica Henwick. Um, but I hope it's good. They made we've reviewed Red Notice that had huge stars, and it's a fucking shit movie. That is right. a shit movie. But the Russos weren't doing it. The Russos, what do you think, Rugs? Do you have hope that this? Also, you spent two hundred million dollars on a movie. How are you going to make your money back? One subscriber at a time. I don't I'm sure it's going to be the most blase. Oh God, I hope plot. not. Fuck. Like I think it's going to be the most blase like plot that you've ever heard. Like it's going to be like you know boilerplate like. Okay, this is a spy versus spy film with right. a twist here right. and there, blah blah blah. But if the action is handled in a way, because like, like that's what John Wick is, right? John Wick isn't anything new, and it's just a revenge. You know, it's kind of a revenge film, you know. And uh, yep. the action was great. Yep. You know, he was sitting there capping people in the head, and you know, methodically taking people out. And I was like, oh, this action is worth watching the film. Yeah. So. If 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 Ryan Gosling is this is going to be like his most actiony type thing that he's ever done, like he's Overdrive. done some action stuff. Yeah, he's done that, but like I think that this is um uh, even more. This is way more. Uh, I think this is a huge budget. I think it's the biggest budget action movie he's ever been in. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how it uh, pans out. I mean, like the Russo brothers, we just like we're like gushing over how they did Winter Soldier. Um, they've made other movies that in the Marvel universe that we all like to a degree. So, um, they've made, did they make that movie with, um, with Black it's, Panther where no, they just they, produced it? They produced, no. uh, what's that? 21 Bridges. Did they produce that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they did produce 21 Bridges. And ex- Extraction. Extraction they produced, which had good action, and then but they did they did Cherry with um, oh Tom, Tom Holland, Holland yeah. which was a bomb. So that was a bomb. And Twenty One Bridges, I watched that. It's okay. It's not great. It's just so okay. like yeah, there's just some questionable films that was there producing. too. Producing this is direct. You know they're directing and they got Marcus and McFeely they're, they're and they got and, and they got a yeah. shit ton of money and they got. So, I'm hoping it's up to like extraction level, if not better. Oh, it'll. I don't know. I feel like. Because I like extraction. They, they did the same thing with Michael Bay, and that was a fucking travesty. What they got to do, the the problem with extraction was, extraction was fun, don't get me wrong, but they didn't let Chris Hemsworth really cook oh, yeah. that movie. Yeah. They didn't let him just throw back to the 80s. Yeah. So what I'm getting at here is they have to have the same level of action, but they have to have Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling just go on screen and just go, hey, do your best 80s impression throughout the entire film. Do your best John Wick slash Arnold impression. It's a just your guys are better actors, so just be better actors and go ham it up. And if they can make it fun, where it's just like throughout the entire movie, you're just waiting till these two fucking guys, these two fucking hot men, <laughs> shoot at each other. Yeah. Like if you do that, I think you got a winning formula. <laughs> well, I mean, in the trailer, I feel like Chris Evans is having fun with his character already. Hopefully, they both take their shirts off. Like, go for it. <laughs> they gotta dude. get topless. <laughs> And dump two guns, jump in the air, shooting at each other. The action in this trailer looks fucking amazing. I hope Anna DeArmas and Jessica Henwick like hook up with some of those. Like it's got to be yeah. like that. Yeah, Anna DeArmas. That's the is way to make it work. A little bit too. Yeah, 
that make them fight, but then to make them hook up, like just yeah, yeah just <laughs> give me like hot people fucking fighting and, and then and having fucking, sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, need yeah, unnecessary yeah. sex scenes. Like the sex scene is completely unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, for they the plot. need to at some point be in a hotel <laughs> yeah. and then like push each other through a door, and there was a couple that's having sex on the bed with big floppy boobs. <laughs> 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 well, they gotta like do a thing where they're they like confront each other and they both the the like Anadarmus and Chris Evans or Ryan Gosling like they're hunting each other but then there's this like sexual tension in them hunting yeah, each other yeah. and they're like let's just fuck <laughs> I think I'm just like wishing what this movie is without even really reading what what this is gonna be that's like every 80s movie we've uh, reviewed recently that I, mean, happens. I think this could be good I think it, I kind of to me it kind of looks awesome yeah but then I'm like, it's Netflix. Like, how good can it be? When Netflix invests in action movies, they hit like one out of every seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the only concerning thing. And maybe like, you want to make some money, Netflix? Put it on the theater first, maybe. You make that 200, you make some of that 200 million back. Yeah, that's a lot of money you're throwing at this. July 22nd, anyways, global release. Maybe we'll review it if it's good. Yeah, I mean, we did Red Notice and it was fucking shite. We should take a look at this one. We did Red Notice and we did that one with Jamie Foxx and we did that one with oh, Charlie Theron. Yeah, Old Guard. I forgot that Power. None of those. Power. Those, those are all are kind of good. forgettable. Yeah, they, they, and yeah, it's. And yeah. You watched that other one. There was a. There was other ones you've probably watched that, that were, yeah, were not, not worth reviewing. No, no. The only one that was good that was an action movie was Extraction. Yeah. So far, we have, I, they've yet to top Extraction to me. Don't count out Boss Level with Frank Grillo. Oh, maybe oh, we should Jesus review Christ. that. That's a fucking great movie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's time travel, uh, it's action, it's Frank Grillo. I just wanted to say Frank That's on Grillo. Hulu, too, so yeah. Yeah. technically it doesn't count. Yeah, it does not count. Yeah, Netflix. Meanwhile, Netflix is like, we got to lay off everyone, and then they're spending like $200 million. Because they got to get Ryan Gosling and yeah. Chris Evans on screen. Yeah, that's half the budget right there, probably. I mean, it, don't underestimate the having those two men on screen. That's, <laughs> it's just, it's just, I that's getting me excited. I can't look away. I don't know what it is. I once I saw the trailer, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it's these two fucking these? hot men. You just need to throw in like Chris Hemsworth or. Uh, oh no, that's too much. Yeah, they would break. The, <laughs> it'd break. It'd break. I break the TV in excitement. Geek <laughs> boner. <laughs> I stick it up my asshole. <laughs> Something like that. All right, oh, right. We'll you, you just take it to the next level, where it's just like, no, you're actually like gay for these guys. Yeah, nothing's anything wrong with it. Too Wagner good. Mora is in this movie too. They're Fucking too uh, El man. Chapo. Oh, really? Yeah. Odds are, one or both of them will have their shirt off. You know they will. So one can only hope. Yeah. One can hope. July 22nd. We can all see it. Okay, let's take a quick break here, play some promos, and then we're going to go back into Star Wars past and talk about a middle-aged Obi-Wan Kenobi right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Transmission commencing. This is Wookiee Radio. Translated for the Wookiee Affair. I like that Wookiee. Your hosts, Ken, Derek, and Mike, bring you the latest news and commentary from the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, hold it. Hold it. I said hold it. Subscribe today on iTunes and Stitcher. I just assumed it's a Wookiee. Start listening today, and remember... The Force will be with you, always. We'll get you back to your regularly scheduled podcast in just a minute. But we wanted to introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And I'm Blake on this highly produced advertisement. That's right. It's the History of Bad Ideas, a.k.a. Hobie. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. 
and on Facebook at the History of Bad Ideas. But if you like a podcast uh, roundtable with three to five guests, usually every week, depending on sick relief, uh, talking about all things geek, including movies, TV. I ain't getting paid for this shit. Blake bitching about something and ranting, uh, and comic books and anything else that we can think of. We have a top five list every week, along with a box office news, and somehow we have listeners, so they send us some feedback we answer every week. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, Spotify, and any good podcast app, because if you can't find us on that podcast app, it's not a good podcast app. Damn straight. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Listener, if you enjoy the Jock and Nerd podcast, it's a great time to join the Jock and Nerd fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jock and Nerd! There's a link in the show notes. You can support the show. We can become kind of a producer of the show. Give back to all the entertainment value we have been putting out for seven plus years now. And you get stuff. Like, you get access to an exclusive podcast feed that has bonus content instant reactions post shows the shows come out early uh there's discord benefits you get access to our private patreon only discord server where we do monthly hangouts check our patreon for the date of the next discord hangout for june and then there's also a you pick a tier where you can force us to watch and review any movie you want uh, and that could be a good movie or a really bad movie, but we've it's been a great journey, uh, you know, watching things that somehow the three of us, it's always something that one of us has watched and the other one hasn't, but I've loved all our Patreon movies. It's always lots of fun. So jockander.com slash Patreon. Join it today. Let's get to this week's review. I'm going to do it like this. Hold on. my composition a little bait and switch you thought it was what the real star thought it was the real star wars and you get bill murray from saturday night live singing the real star wars that's the real star wars <laughs> to me that old gag <laughs> uh we are reviewing obi-wan kenobi on disney plus two episode premiere here is your spoiler alert trap yourselves in you fucks spoiler time uh this series directed by deborah chow every episode of course starring oh. ewan mcgregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi and a bunch of other people will get to. Uh, Anthony, in, yes. in layman Star Wars terms, what happens in the first two episodes of uh, Obi-Wan? Well, this is a prequel. Correct. So, this is a between uh, episode three and four. Correct. Wow, good. Yeah. And at this point, the Jedi are been massacred and there's not a lot left and they're being hunted. And... Obi-Wan, or better known as Ben, old Ben Kenobi. right now, yeah. is in Tatooine holding up his end of the bargain by watching over Luke as a kid, even in the shadows. So he's watching over Luke, but there are these fucking motherfuckers from, <laughs> I don't know, they're like seem evil, and they're hunting Jedi, and there's one lady that is just obsessed with hunting Obi-Wan, and... That's what happens in the first episode. And in the second episode, we skip ahead and she's still hunting him, but she's figured out that she's trying to hunt him, but 
the rest of her crew is like, no, you're, you're you're a little too big for your britches, madam. You need to back off. And Obi's watching over Luke, but realize, hears that Leia, who's on some other planet, and being watched by the guy from, I think, the cop TV show, I think. Uh, uh, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Smits uh, playing Bail Organa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets captured and like a like an old cowboy or something along those lines. <laughs> Obi Wan's drawn back into action because they know that uh, he's got to also help her because that's Luke's little sister or twin sister. But that's actually a ruse because that lady I don't know her name, but she's really into hunting Obi Wan has basically used Leia's bait. Her name is Riva. Those are the Inquisitors, but she's also uh, known as Third Sister, and the other guy's like Fifth Brother. Got it. And there's Grand Inquisitor is the bald dude. So if, to summarize, I feel like this is a show about Obi-Wan not wanting to use the Force, stay in the shadows, just watch Luke and live a quiet life, but he's like that old samurai cowboy it's that just pulled gets back in. pulled back into the battle so it's and can't old get out man of it. Logan, basically. I, I mean, yeah, a little kind of. bit. It's a little bit like, uh, you know, like the Godfather when they're like, every time I think I'm out, they're pulling me back in. Yeah, yeah. That's I was getting those old, yeah, mafia, cowboy, samurai vibes. A couple of crazy things right off the bat is let's the whole Leia thing. I was like, oh, shit. oh I had no idea this was going to I thought it was going to be by him and like Luke doing things and they throw in this Leia thing uh, and it was crazy unexpected but it kind of worked uh, what do you think overall Anthony let's just start there I mean I didn't want to shut it off okay that's a plus <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the biggest compliment yeah. gonna get. I would say Ewan McGregor is 10 times more believable as someone that can fight than uh What's his face playing Boba Fett with a pop belly? Yep, yep. What's that guy's name? Uh, Tamara Morrison, who was in episode two. We'll get to that. Was he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. So that you, that you, there's two. You got two things yeah. going. Yeah. Three. I saw a back to back to tank, but I wasn't ton of flashbacks with a back to tank, so that was good. Yeah. Uh, four. I liked the like I said alluded to the like pulling the guy back in type vibe yeah. where he's just trying to live a quiet life and not really get involved in trouble anymore but trouble keeps calling his name so i like that uh five you have a child actress playing leia that goes between like extremely horrible acting and <laughs> kind of amusing acting so that that's also fun she's inconsistent her writing is inconsistent too a little bit well, it's, she's like, how old is that kid? I, I, she's I don't supposed to be much. 10. She's a 10. She looks like she's five. Well, because yeah. it's been uh, 10 years. They're both 10. Luke and Leia are 10 uh, years old right now. And then six, I like the Hong Kong type space city that they're in. Or maybe that's... Um, Daimu. Yeah. Yeah, it's Daimu, but I was going to call it uh, what they had in, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. That city. Madripoor. Oh, it Madripoor, looks like Madripoor yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah, Madripoor yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. And seven, you had the guy, you had Flea. Fucking Flea is in this. I was oh, like, is shit. that Flea? Oh, my God. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Over, and then, oh, eight, you had uh, Sung Kang, who yeah. I didn't recognize yeah. at first, playing. He's fifth brother. Playing yeah, a guy with white face. So they're doing the weird white face thing on an Asian. That's kind of strange. <laughs> uh, it's a white face. So overall, I didn't think it was bad. <laughs> there you go. I, I, I named eight 
Eight good eight things good, about no, the show. Okay, that's very interesting. You got a softy brother in this too, the guys who brought you who? Uncut Gems, Benny Softy. Oh, he's in this? He's the Jedi that they uh strung up. Oh, that is softy brother. That's a softy brother. You can tell it was real Disney because like they wanted to string him by his neck. No, he can't do that. No, they so didn't they, hang like, him. They, they, they did a shoulder harness yeah. thing on him. Yeah. They killed like, him. Oh, look, yeah. we hung him. Yeah. He's, we hung no. him by his shoulders. Yes. They killed him and then they hung Star him. Star Wars. We can't yeah. we can't hang him by his neck. I I thought they were gonna show a noose around his neck for a second. I was like, oh Jesus. Oh, I'll throw in nine. Yeah. You got a lady's hand get cut off. They did the. They got rid of the. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The hand cutting off thing. They didn't do it in like the third episode. They just did it right away, yeah. which is nice. Just let's get rid of. Let's just get rid of the hand because that's what we do in Star Wars. We cut off <laughs> people's arms. That's there a thing. That was, that, wow. that, I, overall, I did like it. Oh, so wow. there you go. All right. But I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't continue watching it unless you guys made me, which is what's going to happen. So we're going to go. make you because yeah. they're still. You know, the, they teased. Um, Anakin in the back to tank at the end of episode oh, two. Oh, no, that was a nice that, little tease. Yes, yeah. that was Anakin. But I'll leave. I'll leave the real analysis to the the guys that like Star Wars. Rugs, what do you think? The first episode opens with Order sixty six, and I love seeing Order sixty six every time because it's just a fucking shocking thing. Yeah, they're killing kids. I yeah. love that. Yeah, they just fucking <laughs> kill it all. I'm wondering Did that happen on Route sixty six. Yeah, you get your kicks and Jedi kills on Route sixty six. Ah, okay, go ahead. Uh, I was wondering if Reva was like one of the the the, the girls after. It's ben plausible. Was one of those kids, you know that because they're Jedi's clearly because they're ten, and then that's ten years have passed. So it could be a twenty year old Reva. Is Reva look twenty? I don't know, but it's in the realm of possibilities. Did you like this, Imran? Uh, you know what? I dug a lot of it. I had some issues with it, but overall, I thought it was really good. I thought the directing was really good. I thought Ewan McGregor, uh, again, he's, he's great in this role. It was great to see him back as Obi-Wan. He does a lot of the acting with the eyes also. And right. just there's a huge things that happen in this episode, in this first two episodes, right? Like he meets Princess Leia for the first time. He finds out Anakin is alive. And, you know, that was a crazy moment. I did not know. And I love how, like you said, Anthony, I love how he's he's got this blue collar life. He's cutting meat. He's taking the space bus home. He rides a space camel. He doesn't want to get involved to the point where the Jedi comes to help him. And he's still like, look, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. But then he's like, I just run. And he could have saved him. And then he sees him get killed. Like, that's got to hurt that he's and he hasn't used his force powers in so long. He doesn't, he doesn't want to be sensed by anyone. Right, because yeah. the minute he does it, which is why I think Anakin wakes up at the end, because he sensed uh, Obi save, uh, old Ben save Leia. Let's talk about Princess Leia for for a second, because... Wait, did Rugs like oh, it? Oh, Rugs, did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. Uh, <laughs> there, like was parts it? Where, there was parts where I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. This is, you're doing this. But, um, like... Anytime that Leia was on screen running away from people. Oh my God. Like, what, what, what the fuck are we watching? Is this home Man, alone? Dude. Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> no, like you catch the kid immediately and yeah. the kid has no way of doing it. I wrote that down and I was like, how the hell are these people not able to catch this child with the shortest legs in the Both world? Both episodes yeah. have adults that can't catch a 10 year old child for some reason. Yeah. So that- they're trying to like get across that she's cunning and like way and smarter than her yeah. age. Yes, but, but yeah, but that's so, tough. and that that's part of it is a little inconsistent. While she's very smart and she knows her ships and she knows what's down, 
But then sometimes she's just like a little kid and and just dumb things like run off when they're hunting her. Like what do you? They do? need to cast someone that looks ten, not five. She does yeah, look she a little so young. She had some fucking funny lines though. Where, right, but anybody could say those. Where she's but, like, "Are you sure you're a Jedi? You look all old and beaten." And he's like, "You're my daughter." And she goes, "Granddaughter, maybe." He goes, "What was that?" He goes, "Nothing." <laughs> I thought that was funny. But like, she's smart in the one episode, and then she just does dumb. Like, you know what's going on, fucking Princess Leia? Why are you being an idiot? Um, she's precocious and annoying at the same time, which kind of works for right. Princess Leia, right? That's who she would be. Absolutely. Uh, also, fucking Kumail. Geek boner. Oh yeah, we talk about, I love Kumail's role as this fake Jedi, Haja Estries, who is just kind of scheming. He's helping people, but he's also taking money from people. Uh, the first thing I wrote about when I saw Kumail was I wrote, Kumail sucks. That's not true. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. I just wanted to say that he sucks just to make you I was like, yes. upset. I, look, he works as like the, the comic uh, the comic element, you know, uh, well cast. Does Let me ask you this about Kumail. <laughs> yes. Does Kumail play any other role no. than being Kumail no. in anything no. that he does? No, he does. Is he, is no. he like... Is he just like this? Is the way I'm going to act every time I'm in something? Because he acts the same way yeah. he acted in Eternals. Yeah, no, no. He's his best movie is The Big Sick, where he literally plays himself. Right? <laughs> he's playing it. It's his story. He plays himself. It's an amazing movie. But that's what I kind of love about the Kumail. He's just sounds like Kermit. I mean, the Frog. It's amusing him playing a Jedi yeah. that's not really a Jedi. But it's also like this is just Kumail. It's yeah. He's not a Jedi, right? He's faking because no. he's using magnets no. and shit. Hell no, he's not a Jedi. Yeah. Uh. Uh, why does he help? <laughs> why does he help though? At the end, I you know I don't know. He shoots down uh, the one of the bounty hunters, and he's like, I don't. He's just like because I want to help. I don't because know. the scene before that, he they get the 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 thing, the notice that the um, Obi Wan's wanted, and there's a bounty for him. Yeah. And him and the kid are like, let's get get, get him. Like let's get that bounty. Yeah, let's get him. And the first. next scene, yeah. he confronts Obi. He's like, go to that ship. I'm gonna help you. Who else can you trust? And then like. He gets force, force mind read, as if like he was actually trying to help. Well, did he realize that that he's an actual Jedi? Did he see him save Leia in the fall? I don't remember. Well, is, no, I think it's because uh, isn't Obi Wan Kenobi's name yes. known yes. as being a Jedi? Yes. So once the 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 notice goes out, oh, that's right. Everybody's calling him that. It's like, oh, it's yeah. Obi Wan. Holy shit! And that was kind the of last yeah. Jedi. That was kind of a neat John Wick moment where all of a sudden he's the target and everybody's after him. Kind of, you know. But uh, that. But here's the problem. In did, rugs, tell me if I'm wrong or not. Did Leia never did. Because she sends the message, help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. You work for my father. I feel like she never met him before. She would have remembered this, that it was Ben. Or does she not know that Ben is Kenobi, even though everyone is yelling his name in front of her? Well, I don't know. Like, you could probably take it as um, you work for my father in finding me, you know, and you got me, you rescued me from my father. My father asked you to. Uh, so you could take it that okay, way. Or, okay. I mean, you can. It is a, like a gymnastics, mental gymnastics. Yeah, happening, they're but, making things muddy a little bit. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's in the. As I said, if it's in the realm of a ret, it's a retcon, but it's in the realm of not doing much harm. It's a, besides one line, so it's okay, and it's not even that far off. So it's like you could, yeah, you could let it slide, I guess, but. 
I mean, we're going to see the first time Ben sees Anakin as Vader on this show. Like, that's fucking crazy. I'm just dying to know. It's like how bad this Darth Vader is going to be because the acting of that dude is like some of the worst acting that I've ever seen in a Star Wars film. And there's a lot of bad acting in Star Wars. So, like... (laughs) You really have to be like really shitty that's up to, to be the at director. the top of that list. That's, the, that's George Lucas is not good at directing actors. He doesn't give a fuck. He just lets them do whatever. Yeah. So it's the director. Now, Anthony, remember you kept saying, are we going to see Hayden Christensen's face? Well, we kind of did. It looks like he's going to be under all that prosthetic scarred mm. fucking shit. But that uh, presumably were well, his eyes right under in the back of the tank. You would assume. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still w- wondering how they... Like what he's what he's casted for? Because I would assume he needs to be Vader, right? Yeah, once he's in the Vader suit, that could be anybody. Yeah, well, it's it's James Earl Jones' Oops. voice, right? Will we hear James Earl Jones? This is my other question. When he no talks. one wants to hear Hayden Christensen's no. voice under Darth Vader. <laughs> no, but then if you have him unmasked, you have him as Hayden. Like, why would he walk around looking like that? Uh, no, he doesn't. He's just in the back of the tank. Listen, when you no, I know what I'm saying. What like, if his what if his condition keeps degrading and oh. like he, he can't he has to be more dependent on the suit and add more stuff to the suit to keep mm. him alive. I just So it's like it's like at first he just needs robotic legs and breathing apparatus because, you know, whatever, but now it becomes more and more dependent on the suit and he can't spend it uh, time, time outside of it. It. Mm. Well, yeah. that's probably what they're going to do because you you cast Hayden Christensen. You don't put Hayden. You don't cast Hayden Christensen to put him under a Vader suit and have him talk like James Earl Jones. But, yes, I just think it's so funny that his vocal cords got so burned up that he sounds like James Earl Jones. I don't. Oh no, it's the voice modulator. Right. But he was in the suit at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Like they put the suit on him right away. So like he's just out. well. Uh, in in the Return of the Jedi, when he takes off the mask, he talks like the other dude. He, he talks you know? normal. Yeah, he, he doesn't yeah. talk like. So uh, there is precedent for that too. So just want to throw it in there. I, I am very very grateful as the non Star Wars fan that I am that they did that five minute recap because the pre- that was great. I ha- I watched all of it and I was like, oh, that's all that all, the, all that stuff happened. That was, okay, yeah, cool. Now yeah. I understand where we're at. Yeah, here. No, the, thank you. Yeah, no, that was a really good recap of the prequels, and it made it seem like really epic. Almost better than watching the prequels. Just watch that recap. Tells you everything you need to know. That was important. So I was wondering how they're going to do that. And they set it up well. A couple other fun Easter eggs in episode two. That when he when he's on Daimu or Dayu. When he's talking to that girl with the pink hair who offers him spice. That's Ewan McGregor's daughter. Mm. When he sees that clone trooper on the ground asking for change. That's fucking Tamura Morrison. I thought that was. Yes. I was like, really? Yep. He's every clone warrior. He's every clone warrior. They cloned him off the same guy. So that was kind of fun to see him there. I was like, that, that, I I saw that and I went, that looks like Tamara Morrison. But I'm like, they can't be Tamara Morrison. They can't bring that fucking back. They fucking, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. makes sense. So, and like, didn't Ben know, didn't Obi Wan work with the clone troopers? Like, could that be somebody he did, like, he recognized? It could be, but I mean, they're, all of those troopers are, this, they look like the same guy. You can't really tell that's which a, one it that's is. That's a good point. I mean, is it Rex? I don't know. Well, the Bad Batch, be... though, kind of makes them a little different looking. Yeah, yeah. They, they're the Bad Batch. They they yeah. don't... Uh, oh, yeah, they're defective. Yeah, they're not the normal uh, clones. I do love that third sister has got a fucking boner for Ben so much that she fucking stabs the Grand Inquisitor. He's not dead. 
Because he, he's in Rebels. He's not dead. No, he can't die. They're probably going to throw him in a back to tank. Yeah, just get him to the back to tank. <laughs> get him to the back. I think that they have two stomachs, too. So, like, oh, I don't think he missed even. one. Okay. Yeah. That's some, I was watching Star Wars Theory. He's, like, the biggest Star Wars nerd ever. He's not dead. And uh, he said that. So, if he said that, I believe him. The whole thing is that uh, Reva knows that Obi-Wan was good friends with with um, Bail Organa. Right. That's how she sets the trap. She does not know that Leia is Darth Vader's daughter. Oh. No, that's she definitely. And I don't even that. think Darth Vader knows at this point. No, because didn't yeah, they tell right. him the kids died? Yeah. And then Obi- and then Ben, they split him up. They, uh, or Bail Organa took Leia, and then Ben took Luke to Tatooine. I'm but, glad we got off Tatooine. Darth Vader somehow starts to sense their their presence, right? He, but he only sensed them when they were like grown up when he started training when using the Force. Yeah, that connects. But them. she's Force sensitive though. At this, wouldn't she be at this point? I don't know. Possibly. And that's another thing that's like that. Uh, Luke Skywalker's uncle. Oh yeah. Which I don't know. How does he have an uncle? I don't uncle remember. Owen, I don't remember. How is he related to Darth Vader? Like, is Anakin like a stepbrother or something? His mom, I don't know, took in another kid or something? Because my my theory is that when, I, I don't know this for a fact, I didn't read the canon that how that happened, but when um, Anakin went away with Qui-Gon Jinn, the, her mom remained on Tatooine. She might have, like, maybe fostered another kid, and that's, like, her, like, stepbrother or, or Anakin's, like, brother, but not really. So, um... They're, are they maybe they're not real? They're not related by blood or anything. I don't know. Oh, another thing is yeah. that is that Obi Wan's um, supposed to be learning how to commune with Qui Gon, but he he doesn't do it. I don't oh, think he ever gets to do it because right. he's hiding. Yes, he can't use the Force. You can see him as a Force ghost. They, I, they so I think he that. really wants to speak with Qui Gon, but um, maybe that'll happen. Maybe we'll see that. That would be crazy. I'll give the show credit. It feels already a lot bigger than. Boba Fett yeah, felt, yeah. Well, the way yeah. it's staged and shot, it's cinematic. Yeah. The first, I think, I, the first episode's more cinematic than the seventh. The second, like the second, feels more like a TV show, mm. but the first one felt like a movie. Uh, I don't know why. Why uh, the sets maybe lend themselves more cinematic? It, you Alderaan know, the, looked cool. Uh, that the uh, Tokyo uh, Madripoor was cool to see it, but there was I don't know. That's the volume. It, something seemed off. Like some things seem like like part of it was too a, much like a TV like a show, yeah, like a TV yeah, show. I, set. I would agree when when they do like the stuff where it's in the city. To me, it looked good. Yeah, when they do the stuff where um, what's her face, Riva? Yeah, when she's jumping doing, the like, parkour. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this looks like there's just a bunch of boxes that they just filmed on. Like they, this doesn't look cinematic. <laughs> but like, anymore. and why would Obi Wan fall for this trap too? Like, it just seemed little too. Well, I don't think he had a choice. Trap? Yeah, I guess I, not. I think. Like, he's the only one that knows that that's Leia. Like, that's like, you know, that's Anakin's daughter. Yeah. So it seemed like, yeah, that he, he he's the only one that can really do anything about it. And he, he knows the importance of Leia, too. He was kind of roped like she had the, the jump on him. Yes. What's her importance, though? Like, she it's obvious she's up like she's she's hunting him because she says well, why? She goes because it's what I'm owed. Yeah, what does that mean? That's I was so there's maybe she is one of those little kids and she blames the Jedi for not not doing more when the order sixty six on Route sixty six happened. Yes, just disappearing. Well, why would Reva blame the Jedi? What did they have to do with it? Did they did they, they allow Anakin to be 
or they they allowed themselves to be compromised because like maybe because they put so much trust in Anakin. She let Anakin go bad because it, uh, presumably was it, Anakin like, was Anakin the catalyst to all the everything ending. Is that because uh, like, it was like because Palpatine turned him, and then he uh, carried out a lot of like the murder of of the of the uh, well, young ones. Yeah, Order sixty six happens in that movie also, doesn't it? So if she was there in Order sixty six when Darth Vader, I think that maybe she is using. You could tell that she doesn't care about the Sith. I think she's using Ben Kenobi to get in with Darth Vader so she could kill him herself. Oh, that would be interesting. I because she, this let me illustrate this. So Palpatine gets you know Anakin to become Darth Vader and start killing Jedi. She's one of the younglings that escapes. You know, all of her friends get killed, but she escapes. Then she gets taken by the bad guys. And yes, but then she still always got this axe to grind mm, with Vader, mm, mm. and she figures out how to get to Vader through Obi Wan. Yeah, maybe she's like, "You got my friends killed." And if that would be pretty cool if that happened, but it's probably because I said I, do, I, I think, thought. And it. does she is she also <laughs> gunning for like the top spot of the Inquisitors? Like, I like how she's a hothead. And she, the guy's like, Sun King's like, you go too far. And she's like, you're not going far enough, uh, which is kind of a neat dichotomy. I also liked in the beginning when they're like shaking down the people. It was a, kind of like a Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards opening where he's just sweating them. And he's, I love that line where he's like, the Jedi hunt themselves. And, uh, and then finally she. Yeah, they can't help but do something. Yeah, so it's like she throws the, and he's stopping her from like killing people. I love the spinny red lightsaber. That was fucking dope. Is Flea dead? Did he kill Flea? I hope he's not dead. I think he was knocked out by Spice. Yeah, and then no, no, she was but then he was off. in front of the Inquisitor. He was asking with the spinny red lightsaber, and he was like, where did she go? All right. And then you hear him scream, but then it cuts away. Maybe he just cut his dick off. Yeah, maybe. Or just, just his hand or something. He can't play the bass anymore in Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I want to see more Kumail. I hope he comes back. Can't wait to see Anakin. <laughs> I don't know. There's, the reactions from uh, lots of people are, are crazy. You want to talk about some of our, our yes, our, uh, yes. Let's get our nation's let's, reactions. Let's find out what the listeners thought. But overall, I, I I enjoyed it. I'm in. There's only four episodes left. They got to stop making Leia like parkour Leia, like <laughs> like running away from everybody. Yeah, why are you running away? You- like super super hard to handle. It's like Rocky chasing a chicken. It's like they couldn't can't, can't never catch it. Little Leia's a handful. <laughs> and I bet like Luke, because he can't even talk to Luke technically, right? So I bet Luke has, there's going to be nothing with him. So he can't, just fill me in, he can't interact with Luke at all? I don't think he interacts with Luke until the New Hope when Luke goes looking for him. Why does he not interact with Luke? Oh, because the, the uncle doesn't want Just Luke because to be of involved. the history. Yeah, there's remember? No, He's like, stay away from There's no my... real reason. Yeah. Other than that's the way they wrote it in the first movie. Yeah. Like he just has oh. always been watching from afar and never interacted with him. I, I, I like I like Imran going alluding to something goes remember like as if hey, I would remember, remember something that happened, happened in like- one of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like like you're allu- like as if I was a big Star Wars fan. Remember? I, I I like, no, I don't remember. I just assume everybody knows Star Wars, and when I meet someone <laughs> who doesn't, I'm like, but why? What happened? <laughs> what happened to you as a kid? Remember? Remember? No, I don't. I don't remember. That's why I asked. Uh, but uh, yeah, because he gives him a toy that's like referenced in the New Hope. So and and uh, yeah, Uncle Owen's like, stay away from, stay away from him. Does Uncle Owen exist in A New Hope? 
Yeah, he dies yeah. in the in the they he gets killed by the, oh, he the Republic in that movie. And it's been a long yeah. time since I've seen. Remember, he burns home. their whole house down. I know. Remember? I don't remember. I'm going to remember. <laughs> you see, that's what I'm talking. about. I remember. Remember Chewbacca? I remember. I, do. I, I remember Reagan I too. Remember, Those were the glory years. Remember Reagan? Remember? Uh, okay, let's find out what the nation thought of Obi Wan. <laughs> It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Melly. Okay, so we got uh, split uh, comments. Joe Henry is a big Star Wars guy. Joe Henry says, pretty good so far. Only thing is, did Reva kill the Grand Inquisitor? It would be breaking Rebels canon if she did. He's yeah. He's not. They gotta fix that. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's in, okay. He's because Rebels happens like five years after this show, I believe. And the Grand Inquisitor gets a lot thinner and taller. Yeah, he gets. They stretched him out after he got stabbed. Yeah. They just pulled him right. Uh, Jesse Rodriguez says that was the slowest foot chase I've ever seen in Episode One. That was strange. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. You know they do it again in Episode yes, Two. Yes, she runs in the city, yeah, and, and he, then he needs to stop immediately. There's a moment where she runs in the forest. The first one, she runs, and the guy's in front of her, and the guy just holds his hands up and goes, "Ah!" And he doesn't grab her, and then she gets away. I'm like, "What?" You? They didn't even have yeah, to it's do super that. Super bad. All you do- well, even. Even episode two, when he's chasing after, his hood is down and everyone's on the hunt for him. And no one notices that Obi-Wan is chasing this little kid with his hood down. Like, everyone should have just been, like, shooting at yes. Obi-Wan right out the spot. Everybody got an alert on their fucking Apple Watch. Yeah, you, and, the, and you have a <laughs> Obi-Wan not not at all hiding himself, no. chasing a little kid. Yeah. And, you're, and, and yeah. everyone's got to be like, why is this grown man? Ch- oh, that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Not able to catch a little five year old. They knew about the kid. Let's kill him. They knew about the kid too. That one guy goes, "There's yeah. the kid. Where is he?" I'm like, that was "You're not hiding very well." And that was the very first strange. chase. Like, did they even have to show? They shouldn't. They they just show her get a bag over her head, kidnapped, done. You don't need to have her fucking running around. Yeah, that was sliding yeah. under trees and shit. No need for that. Okay, here's uh probably the most critical of uh, all the comments. David Zika said, "Episode one is garbage." Leia is good for a kid, but the story is bad, and the effects look like Buffy 30 years ago. I don't know about Major that. Major step backwards. Oh, shit. Franchise would die if this was the entry point. They forgot that the key to Star Wars realism is everything has to look lived in. It all looks like it's missing final effects. The city looks like a screen test for Blade Runner. Is there anyone who likes this more than the new trilogy? Because I will fight you on my lawn. Oh. He says there Dave, is. Dave, I got to step into the ring right there. He says there is Christmas special, Ewok adventure, then this Disneyfied turd as bottom three. Wow. The new trilogy? You got to be kidding me. The old trilogy, of course, this doesn't hold a candle to it. But the new trilogy? I don't know. This is probably on par with it. I it's think, the same yeah, shit. I think I might like this a little bit better than the new trilogy. All, all I'm going to say is, where the hell you been, David Zika? It's nice to have Zika's you back, back and baby. Given, <laughs> given hot takes like yes. that. Given fire hot takes. We missed that. Remember the uh, Batman versus Superman? That's, that's how we learned about David Zika. We're like, oh, this man... This man goes hard in the paint on things he likes Absolutely. that no one else likes. He will fucking, <laughs> or dislikes. Yes, and it's fantastic. I love the passion. Yeah. So yeah, he's got he's he he's he's yeah he's he's well he's he's good at this shit. Listen, com- he knows what he's. If you talk about compared to the new trilogy, I don't give a shit about any of those characters, right? I give a shit about Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan because he's selling it. So yeah, it has that. He is Obi Wan. He is Obi Wan. Uh, right, also, he's been Obi Wan in ten years. Ewan McGregor is gonna look like Alec Guinness. Figure that one out. 
don't know how that works. David Zika is just spit like David Zika is Godzilla, just yes. spin fire Hot everywhere. Fire. He just burned that he shit d- down indiscriminately, yeah. just burning like half of Japan. He torched he just all feels like of it. Star Wars just then. That's da- that's David Zika in a nutshell. I wouldn't yeah. have it any other way, Zika. <laughs> all Bracamonte uh, cites, yo, this show really created so many continuity errors. <laughs> they didn't even try. Star Wars is about to be the new X-Men movie franchise. So far, it really doesn't feel like they had an interesting story to tell. They just made it just to make it. Prove me wrong, show. No, you're absolutely right, but it's still watchable. I think it's better than Boba Fett so it's far. It's better than Boba yeah. Fett, yes. And uh, I'm that's my bar. I'm in. I can't wait to see like, fucking Vader fight. Are there continuity errors? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, Is it made just to be made? Yes. Without really adding much. Yeah. There's, there, there's already established things that are happening after this. So yeah, it's not going to really change anything. But you got Owen so, Ewan McGregor wanting to come back. I mean, that was two thousand and I think five. The last time he played Obi Wan, a long time ago. Well, right. let's let's do this because we'll make the announcement now unless we change our minds. Yes. Which we reserve the right to do yes. because it's our podcast. Yes. But we won't be reviewing this week to week because of all the stuff that's coming out. So Correct. with that in mind, yeah. let's rank the first two episodes. Let's let as a, as a, as a oh, rate collective okay. rate it out of ten. Okay. Oh, who wants to go first? And I, I'll start. Okay. I will go with a strong seven. Okay. Oh it's, wow, that's higher than I thought yeah. you'd give it. Yeah, I mean, it was for Star Wars again. I didn't want to. I didn't. I did want to turn it off, but it, I didn't feel bad about watching. I was like, ah, this isn't a complete waste of my <laughs> two hours. That's the, again biggest compliment you could give <laughs> from you for Star Wars. Rugs, first two episodes. What would you put it at right now? If I'm gonna put it up against the Mandalorian and and Boba Boba Fett, yeah. I feel like it's. First two episodes are as strong as the Mandalorian episodes Ooh, for me. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I would put it at a 6.5 or a 7, just like Anthony, pretty much. Yeah. I like it better than Boba Fett. I'm a, I was thinking 7.5 for a good, okay. it's a good solid start. You know, it didn't waste time. The Leia thing completely threw me. And I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting that they're pulling him back into being a Jedi. And uh, so I'm not mad at it so far. We'll see if it could stick the landing. Um, he's gonna stop with the running kid thing. Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop that. With, stop with the slow fucking we'll, chases. For for the listeners, we will do a recap and review the entire show once it's over. It yeah, weeks. yeah. When we get to uh, what's out this week, and I'll we'll exp- I think we'll give you a little uh, thing of what we're doing, a little map of what what's gonna happen because very soon there's gonna be concurrent shows that we want to watch coming out at the same time. We can't fucking review all of them, so it's gonna be we're gonna hit the premieres and then we will hit it at the end. Uh, but for now. What are we watching, Anthony? You watch anything uh, fun this week? Uh, no, not really. Nothing. I've been watch- I've been catching up a lot of on a lot of Bill Simmons podcasts from like a couple of years ago, re- redrafts and rewatchables and things like that. But nothing, no movies or TV shows to think uh, to to speak of. Although I do have on my list for '80s action movies, I do yeah. need to still review that motherfucker that I talked about last week, which I already forgot. But I'll maybe do it in a collective review. What, what movie did what I was that? Us? What movie was that? Was I don't um, remember already. Fucking hell! It was only a week ago. It was good though. It was no. It was uh, Running Man. Running so, Man. Yes. So what Running I have Man. next yeah. up on the docket is I'm. I think I'm going to revisit RoboCop. Oh, nice. Some point this week. Yeah. yeah. And or uh, see Action Jackson for the first time. Oh, oh. Carl <laughs> Weathers. Oh my God. So you know what? Uh, those are the, the next two that I'm circling. 
This actor recently died, Fred Ward, who was uh, Remo Williams. The Adventures of Remo Williams right. was like a big 80s kind of adventure character. Hmm. Oh, it's pretty bad. It's bad. <laughs> it was like it was like a Jim Cotta level kind of. Oh, yeah. You know, but it was one of those good, bad 80s movies. Uh, okay. That's all good stuff. Uh, Rugs, what have you been watching? So I watched Fast 9 because it was on HBO Max. Oh, and? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. I mean, it is they just making shit up. There's no I mean, I mean they've, they've always done this. It, it's just gone to a level where it's just like holy fuck balls. Like like the last time when they were throwing cars through buildings and cars on top of each other and oh my god, there's just so many things that are improbable and zero zero rhyme or reason. Like the biggest I mean, yeah, you could drive a car off of a fucking cliff and Tarzan swing on a chain across and not die. Okay, fine. Okay. But then they have these magnets and the magnets just like they turn them on and this, they, whatever they want to happen, whether, whatever the particular thing that they want to magnetize gets magnetized, but nothing else does. So it's just like at one point they turn the magnets on to pull um what's his name uh, the fucking wrestlers oh the uh, rock? what's his, John Cena John Cena who's in a car through a uh, through a building I'm like doesn't the building have metal in it like so like is why just the car how much it just doesn't make any sense like the magnet just specifically knows exactly what Vin Diesel wanted to do and so it just fucking ridiculous and crazy and you're just I shook my head and rolled my eyes so much that I like I needed to like go outside and breathe fresh air after I saw that movie. <laughs> I was like my brain is like short of oxygen after this. Well that mo- uh, that movie although many would argue the the series that already jumped the shark from all the fans that are, that are big fast and furious fans and I haven't seen the movie they're like this is universally considered the one where they've really jumped the shark. Yeah, and they they um you know they retconned John Cena into this franchise because I guess to replace The Rock. Yep. Does this one really, do they go to space in this one? Yeah, they go to space. <laughs> they fly in space. It's just uh, not good. Now, I had to like I felt so dirty after I watched that movie. I was like, I gotta watch something. Wait, wait, that's real actually quick good. about the Fast franchise. The next yeah, movie is called. First of all, it's called Fast X. Which right. sounds like some kind of antacid or something. It sounds like a fucking over-the-counter drug. Let me get some Fast X. I got a bad tummy. But joining the cast, fucking Jason Momoa, Brie Larson, Alan Richson, uh, Rita Moreno. Uh, they're just adding. It's just they just adding names. They just adding random people uh, right. to Fast X. I don't know. I I don't know what's happening in these movies where they're like. <laughs> There's because I think that when they did the bank thing in Fast Five or Fast Six, where they did the bank vault, was that five Fast Five? That was like okay, that's crazy. But like I could see, like yeah, let's bend reality just a little bit to make this happen. But when it's just literally like, if I was five years old, I would believe it. Maybe and (laughs) even if I was five year old, I'd be like, I don't know about this. But like. Yeah, like nobody's believing this shit. It's like completely like not believable. So uh I guess that it's a movie. So like, you know, you have to like 
you know, movies make things all the time. Like there's dragons that don't really exist, but you know, you, you believe that there's dragons. So I'm supposed to believe that someone could fly out of a car who's human. And because you catch them with your car, that they don't just splat splatter. Like when they hit the windshield at like a million miles an hour and just, you know what I mean? It's just, They've been doing it for a few movies now, but it's just one of those things that turned me off a little bit because they don't have to think about how to do something. They just have to like, they're playing with their action figures. Like, I'm going to come here and I'm going to save you. Okay, there you go. So it's just like one of those things where since there's there's no stakes, Mm -hmm. like nothing is going to hurt them because they're invincible. They even say it in the movie. Like we never die no matter what happens to us. (laughs) So they acknowledge the fact that these movies are ridiculous, but it almost takes the fun out of it for me when I know that nobody can die. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they don't have powers. There's nothing. There's no reason for them to not die. They're not ninjas. They're aware they're in an action franchise. They're hitting things with cars all the time, and it gets boring. So it's just one of those things. It's just it's too much. Okay, so you watched the big dumb movie. Now you have to reset your mind. So I had a, I had a palate cleanser, yeah. and I watched The Northman. Oh, that is, uh, that's a quite a different movie. Uh, yeah, Fast Nine. it is a high art film. Robert Eggers, who makes really Probably weird movies. One of the most expensive high art films that I've seen. Uh, beautifully directed. It is fucking a crazy fucking movie. I don't even know how to explain it other than it's it's the story of Hamlet. It's like the story that inspired Hamlet. Uh, it's an like a old oh, Vikings. Uh, story a viking story about a, a revenge about someone killing someone's father and him going out for revenge and it kind of doesn't play out the way you think it does um it introduces a lot of like viking lore and mysticism and you see a lot of their like they do a lot of sacrifices like they're killing people all the time and cutting horses heads off mm-hmm. for like for for spiritual rites and there is this kind of um, uh, looming presence of the Christian religion coming to like wipe them out. And there is this kind of um, idea that there's, there was a King that united all of Norway or whatever the fucking, whatever this area is that, that, um, that all these other Kings were kind of insignificant. So it, like even being a King at this time meant, meant nothing. So it's a lot of like, revenge and pageantry for like not really any real power is it an action movie it is not there are action scenes in it but it's not and it's very violent but it's it is a it's just a very visceral um trippy oh one of the things you find out yeah because the vikings take fucking shrooms oh Oh, nice and <laughs> and cool. the Vikings take shrooms to like see like the oracles and shit and like f- commune with the gods, and um, yeah, they get on in a hyper state of craziness. There's like some crazy shit in this movie. That's the but like uh, the berserker mode thing, right? Yeah, when they go into berserker mode, that's awesome. They uh, the berserkers are like these Vikings that wear animal skins, and they yeah they take mushrooms and they just like get all fucking hyped up, and they're in like their own world, and they're just killing people. They're killing children. There's just brutal. Um, uh, the berserkers were like uh, slavers, so they would enslave. They would go into like a, a city and just kill everybody, and just take a few of them to be slaves. Whoa. Like if you were too small, they'd just kill you. Whoa. 
If you were like too old, they just kill you. Well, if you like, okay, this is good stock of slaves. They would take you. And uh, how cut is that dude, Skarsgård? Uh, he looks fucking like a beast. He's fucking with his shirt off uh, for like the berserker scene, basically, and he's like ripped as fuck. And then at the end of the movie. There's a naked fight scene. Oh, there's oh. a naked fight yeah. scene. Yeah. Oh, there's shit. like, you want to see guys with their shirts off? Anthony, they got their pants off. Yeah, they got it all all right. They're fucking, they're, they're fucking fighting buck naked. And they're tri- tripping on shrooms, fighting naked. Yeah. That's all right. Whoa. That's about right. I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. I want to watch it again. But like, it is a long movie. It is a long so, movie, and it's not for everyone. And it's not for a lot of people. A lot of people are going to go to the theater and go yeah. expecting an action yeah, film, which is not. Heard. Yeah. It's an art film. It's a fucking freaky deaky, violent art film that is basically Shakespeare. Mm. That's what you're going to watch. So Robert Eggers made The Lighthouse and The Witch. And oh, the, right. the Lighthouse is a weird is a, fucking is movie. Is a weird movie. Yeah, he yeah, makes weird it's movies. It's a weird fucking movie. You know, it's great that there's he's put there, there's something original out, right? We're seeing the theater bombarded with just IP oh, yeah. franchises. Here's the problem. I looked up the box office on this. This is really sad. Zero dollars. The movie's budget was about 70 to 90 million dollars. So far, worldwide, it's only made 66 million dollars. Mm. Yeah, it's never going to make his money even, back. Never. Didn't even make his money back. This is not an enjoyable film. Oh, it's it's like dark. to watch. Okay. Like if you're expecting like uh, if you're expecting like an action like movie. Like a Braveheart. It's not like a Braveheart. No, it's not. Okay. It's it's I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like a man makes weird movies, man. That's all. There, but I, I, I dug it. I thought it was in original. Would you recommend? Only if you're an art artsy fartsy dude, okay. like wants to watch artsy fartsy Hamlet film. Okay. What else did you watch? I watched Love, Death, and Robots oh. season three. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit. Favorite episodes? Any ones that stood out to you? Oh my god these these fucking these episodes! I don't know what's going on with our country. They're really violent they, and dark. Yeah, like these things are the fucking goriest fucking yeah. thing. Oh it was like god. gore porn. Yes, like really. Yes. Um, my favorite episode. Oh my god! In terms of art. I like the one in miniature. It was really short. Night of the Mini. That was fun. Um, I one of my favorites is what was the what was the second that's, one? That's the one. Bad traveling with the giant crustacean on the boat. Uh, oh yeah, that, that one was, was a fucking, fucking great, great one. That, I think that one is by David Fincher. Oh, is it uh, or Tim Miller? One of them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was really really well done. There was a lot of crustaceans. There in was this a lot thing. of crustaceans. There's a lot, a lot of, of things talking through other yeah, things. Yeah. There's a lot of spiders. There's a lot There's of fucking one that had like amazing. Uh, the ones with the Marines had amazing. Uh, it looked like a video game, but almost like more. That real. looked like that looked like it was Cthulhu. Yeah, it was. Like, it was some kind of into the Ma- mountains of madness or some shit like that. Anthony, there's one episode. Uh, it's called Kill Team Kill. It's like 2D animated, but the the cast is like it's like they're all John Rambo's. It's all made up of like. Uh, over the top, eighties oh muscle bound m- military guys, and they're saying the most fucking non PC shit, and they're making these jokes, and there's a robot bear that they have to fight. But and <laughs> I just have to mention, yeah, they're not they're not really re- reinventing the no. wheel here. They're like <laughs> nine times out of ten, these ones are like a bunch of guys go to get, kill something, and they all they get all killed. killed. The best <laughs> part of that one, this one dude who's like the Joker, he's dying, and he goes to his buddy, he goes. He's dying. He goes, tell my wife I fucked her sister. Ah, and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking dies. That was his last yeah, that was great. I was like, oh, my so God. That one, that one was actually very funny. But yeah. like at the same time, you know, the one there's at one point I had to just turn it off and skip to the next one. 
And that was the mouse one. Well, the mouse one was pretty good. You didn't like the mouse one? It was cute. No, was I just like felt a- like it was like so fucking gross. Okay, what about that really weird one, Jabaru, with that girl in the water and the deaf dude? That, that was a, that was that, that was, was like the Northman. Yes, that's, it was. I probably because I was like, what the? F-? That's what the Northman felt like. It was not quite as visceral as that. That was like some fucking ballet Dude, shit. The way happening. that girl moved was just so freaky and like I couldn't stop watching it. But it was great visually. Yeah, visually, it was, it was just yeah. so violent. Um, I would like to have seen something a little bit more cerebral. This whole season was just nothing but fucking like just blood and death. guts. Oh my god. But some yeah. fantastic art, like fantastic CG uh, on a lot of them. The one with the three robots, the first one was all right. But, yeah, my favorite was. That was kind of funny. Yeah. See, that one actually made me think a little bit. Yes. So I thought, like, that's what the other seasons were. And that's what I thought they were going to do more of was like these think that makes you think about your relationship with technology and the future and humanity, blah, blah, blah. No, this was all about monsters and fucking killing things. I mean, it was definitely enjoyable, yeah. but it was just a little too gory for me. More gore. In a very very similar storylines to every single thing. Easy watch so, though, because they're the longest yeah. one is like twenty minutes. They're all like, pretty short. Like the boys one, like each one was different. Yeah, diabolical. Was, yeah. So like these are kind of like very too samey samey. But so you didn't. Um, did anybody? Oh, Anthony, you don't watch the Stranger Things. Rugs, did you watch no. the Stranger Things? No, but I finished Ozark. Oh, how was that? The second Ozark half. finished. It's yeah. the last episode yeah. came out. Finally watched it. Um, that show is great. I don't know about the ending. The ending kind of leaves you. It does close the chapter of what was happening this season, but I feel like, and you can walk away kind of going, okay, I know how it ends kind of almost like a breaking bad ending. But at the same time, I wish, (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, it, it was great. It was a great show. And um, I can't wait to start Better Call Saul this last season. So. Oh, yeah, that's ending. Uh, I did watch, so I won't spoil anything about Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1. Again, spoiler thread in our Facebook group if you want to talk about it. I watched five of the seven episodes so far. Um, and basic overall, it's I've been, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. These kids have gotten older. For some reason, the one kid, Will, still has a fucking bowl cut, and he's like 17 years old. It just looks <laughs> wrong. But every episode is a lot longer than the previous episode. There's a lot going on. There's it's very ambitious. There's more locations, uh, but they're also it's a little decompressed. Like thing, it's a long setup, essentially, uh, to get to what is happening. I hate overly decompressed. So I think things. this this extended runtime is called. There's a little bit of bloat. There's definitely some bloat. Where like a simple it's like pl- Walking Dead bad, N- not that bad, but it's things where like a simple plane trip from one location to another takes like a whole episode when it, uh, you're just slowing things down. And then they gotta go, oh, we gotta go over here, and then they gotta drive over here, and one thing. But the story is kind of cool. This new bad guy is kind of cool. Uh, it's fun to see all uh, Maya Hawk, Ethan Hawk's daughter, is really good in this this season. She joined new last season. So uh, we're gonna watch the rest of it and uh, let you know once you finish it, we can talk about. What you thought? I will mention one more thing because uh, this Memorial Day weekend, I was uh, I went to Door County, Wisconsin. I was in the car for a few hours, so I threw on a Spotify only podcast uh, produced by David Goyer called Batman Unburied. Oh, I heard about this. It's it's not bad. You, it's like Batman if he didn't, his parents didn't die. Well, sort of. That's how well. it starts, and then there's a twist. But you have Winston Duke playing Bruce Wayne, Batman. 
Winston Duke, who's in Baku in Black Panther. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, Jason Isaacs is in this. Hassan Minhaj, Gina Rodriguez, Lance Reddick, John Rhys Davies. And it starts out, the first two episodes are weird because it's Bruce. His parents are alive. He's a medical examiner. And there's a serial killer on the loose. You're like, what the fuck is happening? And then you do find out. There's a the rogues gallery of villains. Uh, Barbara Gordon's in this. Renee Montoya, Detective Flass, uh, of course, Alfred. Uh, and you got uh, a bunch of bad guys, Riddler, uh, King Tut, fucking, uh, uh, she goes to Arkham. There's, King it's, Tut? King, yeah, there's yeah. King Tut, King Tut is in this. There's a King Tut in this. Well, that was from like the 60s yes. show, show. But it's canon. He's a canon bad guy. Uh, I watched, there's eight episodes out and it comes out every Tuesday. So I don't know how it ends, but I was digging it. It was great to fill. The fucking four-hour drive back and forth, getting lost in this uh, good production, good voice acting. It's not bad. Batman Unburied. Check it out. Okay. Out this week. Here's what we're going to be doing next week and moving forward. The Boys Season 3, uh, three-episode premiere, Friday, June 3rd. Three episodes, and then every week on Friday, eight episodes total. Okay? Oh, shit. So next week... Instead of talking about the Obi-Wan new episode, we're going to talk about the boys season three premiere. And then what happens next Wednesday, Miss Marvel starts. Then that following Friday, Jurassic World Dominion drops. So and then Umbrella Academy comes out two weeks later. So we're just going to hit the premieres of these things. Review, I think, Jurassic World and whatever else we can. And then we will circle back and then talk about them when they're done uh, in such some fashion. Sounds good All to right, me. That's the plan. All right. So and we still got to work in Bellotti at some point and do our yes, 80s showdown. Yes. Is he back from his vacation? He was like, going on vacay. Who knows? Uh, once he gets back, we'll squish that in there. And uh, listener, if you want to know what we're talking about, I will post spoiler threads on episodes in our Facebook group. That's what we will be reviewing. So you can keep up and get your thoughts in the show. That's it for this week. Rugs, where can the listener find you? You can find me on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy. Come follow me. That link is in the show notes as well as links to our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, how to get in touch, how to uh, support the show, subscribe. Of course, you're subscribed, you're listening, but share the show is what I meant. Tweet it out, text it, send it to your favorite geek buddy, uh, and they will thank you for some lovely geek content. Spam all the nerd forums. Spam all your nerd friends and your non-nerd friends who are into Marvel movies. Uh, they will enjoy it. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's a nerd. We'll peep you next time. I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. That's a big fuck up right there.